And good morning and welcome to BSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's April the 25th. It's Tuesday. Good morning, Paul. How are you this morning? I am well, thank you. Very busy with all the press releases out on these quarterlies and things. Oh, there's so many quarterlies and to be honest with you, not a lot of them say an awful lot and some of them like South 32 are just so complicated that you'd need the whole morning to read through. <laughs> and we don't have the whole morning because we like to be out at 8.45. Uh, let's start with one, though, that always gets a lot of retail attention um, and which we follow pretty closely, and that is Bushveld Minerals had a quarterly. Uh, what did you read into that, Paul? Well, I think uh, for me that uh, was interesting at this point that uh, they had uh, Q1 production of uh, 972 metric tons, uh, which was uh, essentially flat from the prior year. Or, or from the prior quarter of the uh, last uh, part of 2021. Their Vimepco uh, production cash costs uh, had actually improved by 17%, but the other subsidiary, Van Cam, their uh, costs had increased by 26%. So it's kind of a mixed bag there as far as their uh, cost uh, uh, impacts have been concerned here. Uh, part of that due to maintenance costs, but also uh, of course, the uh, ever-rising uh, power costs in South Africa as well. But they do think in Van Camp's particular case that they should be able to make up uh, the uh, production uh, and production cash costs improvement uh, through the rest of the year as they get a third kiln back on stream. They ended the quarter with uh, cash and equivalents of $12.7 million, and they have uh, 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 reported their guidance at before the year at between 4,200 and 4,400 metric tons of vanadium. And that, uh, again, is uh, dependent on uh, the um, uh, second half here on getting that kiln three at, at uh, Vancam uh, running again. The problem is, you know, these kilns, they consume a vast amount of power. And of course, power prices globally have gone up, you know, twofold, tripledfold or something like that. And yet the vanadium price basically hasn't gone up. So their costs have gone up. But unlike many other mining companies, their commodity price basically hasn't, which means they will be squeezed to hell. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, we've talked a lot about vanadium and, and Bushveld in the past. I think most people know our views. Uh, it's interesting, of course, they no longer basically are in the, the they no longer have Bushveld Energy as a as big subsidiary that is to promote tremendously. So a bit of a U-turn there is taking place as well. So anyway, probably enough said. Uh, let's move on to the next one, Paul. Yes, I did want to mention the, in, in particular of importance to the AIM market and the tin and lithium space is this uh, uh, a PEA that uh, AFRITIN, the AIM quoted in Namibia, a tin producer has put out uh, for the uh, phased uh, commercial size expansion. It's PEA level study and uh, looking uh, very robust here at this point. So I'm predicting that they will be uh, proceeding uh, in due course with development here. And it would add Namibia as a significant uh, lithium and tin producer going forward for the next one to two decades. Uh, we're looking at uh, after-tax NPV8 of $2 billion and an IRR at 75%. And the expansion uh, would be just uh, one and a half years for a payback on a $440 million uh, uh, CapEx. Uh, so 
with uh, these kind of numbers around uh, essentially fully developing the US 10 district into a, a, a significant lithium and tantalum producer as well, I think they're really going to go after it here. Is this the lithium down the south of Namibia? No, US is up in the northwest of, Lith of, um, of uh, Namibia, actually. Right, because there's quite a lot down in the south, isn't there? Yeah, and that uh, tends to be uh, also lithium tantalum uh, pegmatites, but uh, Afrotin's US uh, project in particular was uh, historically known as a tin producer specifically. Mm, we probably, probably ought to go and visit Namibia and see what's going on, Paul. Uh, Afrotin, I mean, the, the stock hasn't actually moved much this morning on the back of that news, but it's obviously been a tremendous performer in the last two years, up from 2p to over 8p. So uh, maybe that's priced in. Talking of tin, by the way, we did release our Cornish Mining podcast yesterday. Uh, if no one has got hold of it, you can get it on your iPhone in the podcast icon or on Spotify or do ask your contact at VSA Capital. Um, it's going down remarkably well. We've had hundreds of listeners already. Uh, so it's obviously well worth listening to. Uh, what else you got? We've got a couple of big ones maybe worth mentioning. Had, had cool. As I said, South 32 and Hostiles, very complicated though. Uh, so we may as well skip over there. What other little, sort of little uh, ones have you got that would be of interest, Paul? Well, what uh, also caught my attention was uh, among is ASX listed Kincora Copper. Uh, they um, are exploring in Australia and have come up with a new southern extension on, in uh, SCARN mineralization from uh, Trill Hole 30. And about 164 meters of uh, in three SCARN zones that it had been intercepted there. And they are ore grade, which is uh, the interesting uh, thing here too, uh, which is uh, from the assays. Uh, the middle SCARN, 29 meters of 0.54 grams of gold and 0.22 copper, and the lower SCARN at about half a gram of gold. Now, depending on depth, of course, and the volumes to be defined is what ultimately indicates the economics of these. But uh, the fact that they've gotten uh, that kind of uh, enrichment is a very good sign that they have a significant discovery there. Yeah, and actually, whilst, whilst having a bit of an Africa day, um, what about Shanty Gold? They had Q1 productions today. Yes, they did. Uh, and from Shanta, the Numbers would uh, indicate to me uh, that they're making essentially very steady progress. Gold production, however, was down by about 800 ounces on a quarter-on-quarter -quarter basis, but that was in line with the guidance that they had provided back in January. In, in the quarter, they also upgraded the mineral resource on their West Kenya project uh, by 31% to 1.5 million ounces and the indicated portion of that uh, by um, 300 or 221% to 378,000 ounces. But the importance of this one is the grade, and that is uh, uh, over 11 grams per ton and indicated. So uh, one of the very uh, good grade deposits in Africa that will ultimately get developed, I think. Interesting. Finally, don't forget uh, mining in Daba uh, is coming up on May the 8th. Um, obviously, uh, any, well, actually, it starts, I believe, on May the 9th, but May the 8th is the VSA Capital uh, party down at the waterfront. Everybody's invited. It's a good party. We have hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, mining in Daba, you know, this is the most important mining uh, conference in the world, in the year. Uh, obviously, we're very close to mining in Daba. We have our joint venture, the Shanghai Mining Club, where we will be putting on a conference for Chinese investors uh, in October. 
Um, so if uh, if you haven't registered yet for Money and Dab or getting down there, book your flights, get down there. It's the place to be seen. Paul, thanks a lot. We'll speak again tomorrow. See you tomorrow.